All right, we're just going to get started in just a couple minutes. Just hang on. Just waiting for the military analyst to join us. He should be here in just a moment. Well, while I'm waiting for him to join, let me introduce myself. My name is Jeff. I'm the host, one of the hosts of the radio program called Right on Radio. Uh, we talk God and politics. We expose the truth. And this particular guest, uh, uh, which I'm doing these uh, series of lives with, uh, his name is Chris. Uh, his alias is Chris Wilson. He's uh, from military background. He used to sell weapon systems to Saudi Arabia, to uh, to Israel, things like that. Uh, he had a very high-level military uh, clearance for intelligence, and he's become essentially a whistleblower. Uh, he's also a deep researcher and historian, and he presents a very alternative uh look at history. He is very well researched. Now, for the record, I will let you know that uh, uh, on spiritual matters in particular and some of the subjects, I have a very different opinion uh, than than Chris does. And if you listen to our show and our pre-recorded episodes that are up, we have over 250 episodes now. You'll know firmly where Jesse and I stand, that the Bible is the Word of God, uh, that, uh, you know, there's, uh, that everything starts in the spiritual and then manifests in the physical, uh, world. And, you know, we talk a lot about these things. We're exposing a lot of truths, uh, particularly on Satan's plan to rule the world and all the current things that are going on right now. So we have a ton of information that we're divulging, but I like to have alternative points of view on. Uh, from time to time, and our guest today, Chris, certainly does present an alternative point of view. So just give me two seconds. I'm just going to text him and tell him that we're live. I just texted him, so hopefully he'll be jumping on. He was supposed to be on about two minutes ago. But welcome, everyone. Again, my name is Jeff. This is Right On Radio. We talk God and politics. The uh, theme of the show, uh, the tagline, you might say, is live right in the real world. And what does that mean? Well, we expose what the real world is, and then you decide how you want to live in it. So I want to thank everyone for joining. Oh, yes. Hey, Jenna Rocks, thank you for joining. And by the way, if you want to put in the chat where you're uh, listening from, we'd love to hear where you're from while I'm waiting for our guest to come on. And again, he presents an altern alternative point of view. Uh, I will disagree on many things uh, with Chris. However, uh, I do respect his research. I respect his uh, military service. And I want to honor him and, uh, and, you know, let him speak freely without me always correcting with my point of view. It's okay if we disagree on some things that are happening here. Hey, Colorado Springs, Colorado. What a beautiful, beautiful spot you're in. Uh, welcome everyone. As I say, Chris should be joining in, uh, momentarily. Okay, I'm thinking there might be something wrong. Just to hold hold tight for just a couple of minutes, people. I'm just going to check my email and stuff and see if he's uh, said something. I just spoke to him 10 minutes before coming on, so he's well aware. So I'm assuming that there is uh, probably a technical problem. So just give me one second. And hey, hey, Sherry from Alberta, a Canuck, and South Africa is in the house. Welcome to you. Uh, I'll be back in just one moment. All right, I'm back, and yes, uh, Chris will be joining in just a minute. He's just having a little bit of a computer issue, but it sounds like he is working his way through it. 
Hey, watching Wallace here. That means we have people from Singapore uh, who is here. Hey, let us know where you're calling, where you're listening from. Love the international flavor of doing these things. And hello, Priscilla. Again, if you're uh, just new, if you've never listened to this program before, my name is Jeff. The radio station is right on radio. We are a faith-based uh, system. We do believe in the 66 books of the Bible. We talk about a lot of things uh, spiritual. We talk about go- government. We talk about corruption. And my co-host is here. Jesse has joined, and we're just waiting for Chris to come in. But as I've mentioned, and I just want to keep repeating it, uh, Chris and Jesse and I have differing opinions. Uh, Jesse and I are both very much faith-based. We are born-again Christians. Uh, Chris comes from a different perspective, but he's well-researched. Uh, we thank him for his military service, and he has some really, really great uh, intel, and there is a lot of truth in the things that he puts out there. Uh, we do have disagreements on some of the spiritual stuff, but out of respect for Chris, uh, we're not going to be jumping in and saying, no, 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 this isn't what we believe or anything like that. This show is really about honoring this guy and letting uh, him get some of his intel out. So, Jesse, thanks for joining. Are you able to speak? Hold on. Yeah, I certainly am, Jeff. Well, thank you for being here. So, I've been waiting for Chris to jump on. Yeah. He is having a computer issue right now, so I expect to be here. All right. So, so Jesse, what did you think of the intel from the last show that he presented? Uh, Intriguing. Yeah, a lot of what he says lines up with. you know, my own personal experience, things that I experienced uh, with the military. Um, so the knowledge, you know, of the UFO, that kind of stuff, how it's being used by the government, that's been things I've also been trying to bring forward. But he's got a lot more fine details on some of, um, you know, I would classify some of his information as um, information out of the programs you know, because he was in the military working and, um, you know, it's very detailed as far as, you know, according to my experience, I would say it's right on, you know, it it's exactly what I understand and, and experience. So very accurate information. Yeah, and he's actually had his hands on some of these uh, out-of-the-world crafts and things like that. And, and by the way, the... the uh, I, I put in the uh, description of this episode what he originally said, but I think he has uh, some new intel that he wants to put out and, and change. So I really uh, researched his other stuff and didn't get into the stuff he wants to bring forward uh, today. Instead, uh, he did a last-minute intel swap. So the description of this uh, episode is uh, going to be different than what he plans to bring in. Hey, Priscilla, good to see you right on, right on, right on. Hey, Boston, Massachusetts is in the studio as well. Welcome to you, Katie. All right. Well, I am very surprised that he is not in here. Hey, thank you for those hearts, Watching Wall. We really appreciate you. And by the way, uh, Watching Wall is one of the hosts of our Saturday night prayer uh, sessions that we hold on our Telegram channels. And so if you go to Telegram, download the app to get on Telegram. We have uh, we have multiple channels on Telegram, but the main channel is just simply called Right on Radio. And Watching Wall is one of the leaders of what we call our Sing and Poor Prayer celebration, and I'll tell you, it is a very, very powerful time of prayer to our Lord uh, Jesus Christ. We It is a Holy Spirit-led uh, prayer session, and we believe that walls are broken down uh, in this, and we're destroying the enemy's camp, and we're exalting uh, the Lord Jesus Christ, and it's through songs of praise and prayer 
that we are really making a difference in this world, and we are called as children of God to make a difference in this world. Uh, we are sons and daughters of the King Most High. So what do student, what do sons and daughters of the King do? Well, we want to expand the kingdom and we steward the kingdom because that is what we are doing in service to the Lord. Hey, thank you for all those likes. That's wonderful. Okay, you know what? He is 11 minutes late. Okay. I'm going to have to call Jesse. So just give me a minute, and uh, I'm going to mute my microphone. And just the call. I'll be right back, people. All right. Well, I believe I just was on the line and the tech is solved and Chris is back. And yes, we, uh, I did put in a description. It is classified intel. Uh, however, the subject matter is changing. We were going to talk about Jerusalem and Scotland and the power in the pyramids and things like that. But Chris has an amazing topic about the presidency of the United States. Let's welcome Chris back to Right On Radio. Chris, I'm so glad you're able to join us. Uh, my pleasure. Uh, my pleasure. Uh, yep. And I will cover those topics next week or the next session. And I needed to get out information so that the public understands of North America that not only has history been completely rewritten over the tens of thousands of millennia, but our U.S. history has been controlled by the British all the way through from 1600 onward. And our presidents are not who we think they are. And secondly, they were uh, many were not eligible. Our very first president uh, that was ineligible was actually from Canada. And his name was William A. Arthur, our 21st uh, president. He was born in Canada of Canadian parents, and he was technically never eligible. Based on our Constitution and uh, amendments is that you must be a U.S. citizen. However, what our evil government has done is modified the concept of natural-born citizen. And there are actually two versions of it. And that's how they've been able to manipulate the elections uh, through the stealth agencies, predominantly the CIA, since 1942, when it was called the uh, uh, the OCI. And later uh, in 43, it was changed to uh, the um, OSS, Office of, uh, Office of uh, Strategic Services, and then in 1947, President Truman changed it to the CIA, Central Intelligence Agency. I was planning on doing two today, but I don't think there'll be enough time to do both, but I will do the best I can, and we continue forward. But it's basically going forward is that of our 44 presidents, many had parents whose birth dates and locations are unknown, and this has been classified and concealed so that the public would not know where they were born because many have violated the sanctity of being able to uh, be considered as a uh, U.S. citizen. And the uh, three primary elements are that, number one, the uh, nominee must be must have been born in the United States. Number two is that the uh, they need to have both parents born in the United States. And this has been a major con major contention throughout our presidencies dating back into the 1800s. So uh, what has happened is that uh, with the British America, uh, it comprised the colonies, the colonial, rather, colonial territories of the British Empire from 1607 to 1783. Now, the reason the date states 1783 and not 1776 is because history has been completely rewritten. The war against the British was not uh, 17, 19, 1772 to 1776. 
Rather, it was 1775 to 1783, where uh, British Cornwallis didn't surrender uh, in Yorktown to George Washington until October 18th of uh, uh, 1781. Then it takes four months to sail across the ocean, four months to review the material, four months to sail back. And this is how uh, the date gets extended over time because they didn't have airplanes and the only transportation was vessels at sea. And it took months to cross the Atlantic, which is approximately 3,000 miles. So these colonies were formerly known as British America and the British West Indies before what we thought were 13 colonies. However, uh, the British have never stated anything that is uh, correct in history. And I have an incredible video that I, I found and I'd like to play it on your show at a later date. Uh, and it shows it's by Professor Alan Wilson uh, from Oxford and Cambridge. And he was interviewed in 1994 and he researched for 35 years and stated that history has been completely rewritten by the British, stating that they would all be uh, known as being of Anglo-Saxon. And in essence, they're not. They're originally from Turkey and also from uh, what was uh, a former colony below Italy, which was the uh, um, Estonians, I believe. Any, uh, so uh, um, going forward... That is why uh, history is gradually those that control the media are gradually releasing bits and pieces of truth. But we've been so conditioned through religion, education, uh, government, society, that it's very difficult to break these um, what I call um, positive moral stigmas, uh, beliefs, uh, mores. Because we've been conditioned. Education is one of the most uh, controlling elements in society. And they have used it. And now they're uh, the last element uh, toward our collapse of Western civilization is essentially education and using this pandemic with the uh, corona and the uh, viruses they're releasing variants in which to depopulate the planet to 500 million from essentially 7 billion. So, uh, the, the 14th colony, we were known, we were taught that there were 13. There were actually 14 colonies and potentially 15. The 14th colony, which I did an essay on, uh, con concerns the, uh, British had the western half of Florida with the panhandle, uh, as well as, uh, the southern portion of Georgia, Mississippi, and Alabama. And that was controlled by the British from 1763 to 1781. And then in 1781, through wars where they actually utilized, the, uh, the British utilized the um, uh, three, Ameri three American Indian tribes, the Creek, the Creek, uh, Chickasaw, and the Creole of the southern portion of the United States uh, to fight the Spanish. However, in uh, uh, 1781, the Spanish got lucky and they uh, sent a cannon shot and it actually hit the armory and blew it up. And that's when the the British uh, uh, surrendered uh, uh, Western Florida to the Spanish. However, um, going forward is that um, we were originally uh, uh, supposedly f um, founded in 1607. Uh, for the United States, but it was still, these were the British colonies. They've, by the way, the 15th colony was actually New Brunswick, which is Canada. New Brunswick. Uh, going forward, um, New Brunswick, pardon? Really? That is, that is shocking yes. information, Chris. Well, history's been completely rewritten, Jeff, and I have the real history of this nation, our civilization, uh, ancient civilizations going forward. But uh, I will get into, as I've been discussing uh, with colleagues, that um, not only has history been completely diverted from the truth, to, uh, but the colonies that were, we were British, we never went to war for the Stamp Act uh, 
uh, of what was known as uh, the Boston Tea Party, where the we were told that Americans tossed the British tea into the uh, harbor of Boston. That was not the reason. The reason we went to war was this. It was the two British uh, currency acts of 1751 and 1764. In plain English, Jeff, it stated, the British stated to the American uh, Republic, you cannot print your own money. At that time, which we've been taught as 13 colonies, each one had their own currency per colony and they were equally traded across each other. However, with these two currency acts, that is why we went to war because they were saying we were ha we had to buy uh, the British uh, notes at that time. And that is the true reason that the United States went to war. It has nothing to do with dumping the tea in the harbor. All this has been rewritten. And it's uh, history is written by the winners. And, you know, it, it's, it's pretty much, it's, it's a known fact now. Uh, most people have awakened to the, the fact that, uh, the U United States never really did separate from, uh, from the British crown. And the British crown has very much been over the United States throughout the history. And you're right. Uh, you know, history has been rewritten by them and, uh, and they really have been the winners. They've been the elite. They, uh, you know, when you look at the Federal Reserve, and things like that. These are, you know, these are private entities. They're not, they have nothing to do with the government. The IRS has nothing to do with the government. It is a private entity. And these things are controlled by the Rothschild families and places like that, you know, uh, people like that. And, uh, you know, so the money all gets filtered out. And uh, uh, it's amazing that your tax dollars don't do anything that uh, you, you think they should be. Uh, but sorry for that interruption, Chris. I'd just like to, to throw that in and reinforce the facts no, that is correct. The, you, you're absolutely correct. And uh, the Rothschilds have controlled the currency uh, and they've influenced uh, all the way from uh, King James I in the uh, early 1600s and prior to that, as well as later with King James um, and, uh, and also uh, King George. So the point is, that we, the breakdown is approximately this. The IRS, the Internal Revenue Service, it is a private for-profit shareholder, uh, corporation. Uh, rounded numbers without going into great detail. It is approximately 44% to the Bank of England, 44% to the Rothschilds, and 12% to private investors, which are the royal bloodlines. That is the breakdown. So our money that we pay in uh, taxes never goes to solving the national debt because the U.S. government has been paying only interest. They borrow money from the Federal Reserve, which is a private corporation, as mentioned, and with that, they're charged incredible, incredible interest for the loan on money whereas they can only pay back a fraction of well, the interest. Example. Uh, it's, it's actually quite shocking. And so, you know, if someone does the research and they say, well, they're borrowing this money at uh, at less than 1% or something like that. Well, 1% on a trillion dollars is a lot of interest. And if you look up uh, compound interest and how it works, it's, uh, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the American people are definitely getting screwed uh, but, you know, there, there's here's the amazing thing and why. And, and again, the, you know, this has been to create debt slaves around the world. It's not just the United States. But here's a shocking truth. And, you know, any I dare anyone to try to prove me wrong on this. So let's say the U.S. government borrows one trillion dollars from uh, the Federal Reserve. So they print off this money. So you have one trillion dollars. And let's say there's a you know, going to be, you know, 1% interest. So it's a, a, it's a hundred billion or whatever the number is. It doesn't matter. It's a lot of money. The thing is you have to actually have that money to pay off the debt. The thing is the federal reserve never prints off enough money to cover the debt. It, it's just not the, the money to pay off the debt is never in existence. It's shocking when you realize that. Correct. 
Right. I my background is is uh, finance and uh, it's very extensive. And this is how I was able to decipher and decode exactly what has been transpiring for 400 years. So going forward, um, we can never repay the debt. I have many uh, essays on that uh, about the finance and showing I could show the your North American Canadian audience exactly how the debt system works. And I have a perfect example for it. I can do that at a later time. Let's go back to the topic that you introduced with the uh, with the presidents and things like that, because you know, if twenty twenty showed us anything, it's that the elections really aren't real, and uh, and we're given the illusion of choice because you know uh, you know one of the things Jesse Jesse and I have been bringing forward is the concept that there is no Republican and Democratic party; they're all in the same party, except for you know, there's a few exceptions that slip in the door. Uh, but essentially, you know, they're they're all in the same party. Uh, they just give the right and left thing to keep us confused and to keep us fighting amongst each other. Uh, but they're, it's really the illusion of choice. So please continue with the presidents and uh, and the fact that uh, what was it? Eight of them don't even qualify. That is correct. Going forward, um, so basically. Uh, the colonies were controlled by the British and it was administered from London, England, and it was considered a constitutional monarchy. Uh, they used both the pound sterling, the Spanish dollar, bills of credit, uh, commodity money and many local currencies. And then it was disestablished in 1783, which I told you is the true ending of the Revolutionary War. So when we go forward, uh, the first one was actually uh, Thomas Jefferson. Uh, his mother was Jane Randolph Jefferson. He was our third U.S. president from uh, 1803 to uh, 1809. And uh, he was also the author of the Declaration of Independence. Uh, Jane Jefferson, her uh, maiden name was Randolph, was born February 9th of 1720 in Shadwell, London, England. She was born to Jane Rogers and Isham and that's I-S-H-A-M, Randolph of Dungeness, okay? Um, Isham was a planter, merchant, uh, public official, and shipmaster. Mrs. Randolph married Peter Jefferson in 1739, four years before Thomas Jefferson was born, and then she died March 31st, 1776, uh, whereas uh, Peter Jefferson, the father, died on August 17, 1757. Point being is that that automatically right there constitutes that both parents – uh, were not American and that therefore the laws are being changed continually. What you should know, Jeff, and your audience is that executive orders by a president or even say your prime minister, uh, in Canada, they are not official documents. This is a, a created belief system that when they create an executive order, that it's a fact. No, it's not an article. It's not an amendment. It is strictly a more of a declaration of statement than anything else. They are not factual and they're, they're not Just constitutional. Like these, uh, these mandates that are going around the world, these are unlawful. They're not enforceable at all. And what they're doing is they're, they're, you know, they're tricking private enterprise into enforcement. Uh, with all these things, but you're, you're absolutely right. And they're setting them up for the government setting up, you know, the middle class small business for huge, huge failure. Uh, it, and you know, so you're absolutely right. Executive orders, not lawful, uh, cannot be enforced. Uh, the same thing with these mandates and the edicts that they put out. Uh, you know, people just blindly follow it because they think that this person is a leader. But, you know, these people really aren't even elected by the people. And we're not given a choice. You're not given a choice of who you can vote for because they kind of, they, they rig the game right from the candidates. Correct. Anyway, going forward, you're right. Um, John Tyler was a father of, uh, John Father, Ty, John Tyler Sr. was a father of John Tyler, who was the 10th president of the United States. Okay. Although he wasn't technically born overseas, uh, Governor Tyler makes a list because he was born February 28, 1747. And which means that they were born outside of number one, 
when our Constitution actually became effective, which was 1783, not 1776, and that um, all of the earliest presidents were actually under a different uh, constitutional oath. Uh, the, the, the North American public and Western Europe aren't aware is that uh, our Constitution, which we've been told was, you know, formalized in uh, July 4th, 1776, that's a fallacy. We had a earlier version of our government, and that was called the Articles of Confederation. And that was from 1781 to 1789. George Washington took over in 1789 because they were one-year term presidents to the United States, each one consecutive. Our first one was John Tyler, and he was a uh, a black American, was the very first president of the United States. And he was of Moorish descent. He was a wealthy, uh, uh, affluent uh, plantation owner. He served 20 years in the colony of uh, Maryland in both the lower and the upper house of their uh, state government, and he was unanimously elected. Um, then you had uh, eight, other, seven other presidents. The only other one that it would be of significance that your uh, audience might have heard of was, um, let me see, that was John Hancock. John Hancock in the United States is known for his very elaborate and uh, signature, that it's very, um, it's just one, it's a unique style of signature. He had incredible handwriting with it, with the ink pen. Then John Hancock was right. When you're asking for a signature. So very common saying because of that. So you're absolutely right. So he was our fifth president. I have a list of those. I can send it to you. Uh, when you develop an area where you can post these on a website on your, one of your websites, uh, I have roughly 7,000 essays, but they're all pertinent and I've 650 are the, uh, uh, most relevant, but they're all interrelated and it has to do with rewritten of history in every regard. Um, okay. So that was another one, um, whereby, uh, he was a 15th birth certificate was proved to be a fraud. Barack Obama. Oh, absolutely. I have uh, several essays on that. On Barack Obama, he's actually our first uh, cloned president. He is of actually of Saudi blood uh, and uh, Caucasian. And Saudi blood, um, what they consider the royalty, is is a mixture of Sephardic, which is uh, uh, North African. It's it's a darker Caucasian, but it's also intermixed with uh, Negroid blood as well. So um, his uh, Obama's parents weren't who you think they were. He was actually cloned, period. Uh, to give you an example is that he, they were both he and his mother, his aunt and his grandmother were all agents of the CIA, every one of them. And that's why uh, they the, both uh, parents supposedly met, meaning Obama and his wife uh, met at uh, – uh, in, uh, not white, uh, parents rather met at college when I was in two years in, in Hawaii, in Oahu at the University of Hawaii in Manoa. And they stated online that they took the same course together, which was Russian. That is utter BS because Russian is only offered as a controlled language. It's only offered to three individual groups, the CIA, the State Department and the military. It is a restricted uh, because uh, the Defense Language Institute, which I helped uh, financially administer in uh, housing uh, in Monterey, California, the point is that uh, it's, it's a restricted language. It's a level three language, um, and it is not offered to the general public. And there's a reason for that, because anyone who took Russian or Chinese or Arabic or Hebrew they would be able to understand and perhaps be good enough through the dark web and other sources to be able to intercept and know exactly what has been transpiring between these evil nations uh, manipulating global economies. Uh, okay, onwards. So breaking information. I've never heard that before, but man, it just resides inside my uh, 
my soul when you, when you say that. It, it just rings. It has a ring of truth to it. Uh, so, Chris, one of the things that uh, Priscilla picked up uh, on something, uh, and I'm just going to read her comment. Wait, the for the first president was black. Did I understand that right? <laughs> that is absolutely correct. His name was John Hanson, and I will send you the essay. And it will convince anybody. Wow. Well, yeah, and I and I will post this. Is, uh, just so you uh, know, uh, when I post these essays, unfortunately, the because of a formatting issue, the uh, the pictures do not show up. Uh, I have to if there's one or two pictures, I can individually download them and re-upload them and get them in. Uh, but uh, generally, the uh, the essays are just going to be text only, uh, unless there's only one or two pictures. Uh, but please continue. Okay, yes. Um, John Hansen uh, was a was uh, unanimously popular. He was positive and he was doing the right thing for this country. Uh, so so he believed, but un, unbeknown to him, how it's always been controlled by essentially the Rothschilds dating back before the 1500s. Anyway, um, I will I I will send that to you. And um, it will convince anybody. It is factual. Uh, Richard Pryor, uh, before he was taken out, uh, he did mention that our first president was black. He was absolutely wow. correct. And basically, uh, this is all part of the Masonic order where they remove uh, celebrities, uh, anyone that has uh, either crossed them or fulfilled what they believed uh, their mission. And just like with Michael Jackson, he was sacrificed. Uh, one person in the family to succeed success, one person must be sacrificed by the Masonic order. They, we've had, you know, Robin Williams, John Candy, the list goes on and on. There's hundreds of them. One thing that anyway, Jesse has brought out, um, that we brought out on our regular show, Chris, about Barack Obama is, uh, George Soros stepped down and Barack Obama has actually become the official head of the Satanic Council. Well, Barack Obama is dead, and so is his wife. They've been executed. Or, or, or husband. I guess you're not. No, no. Uh, well, Michelle. I'm not sure if I, if I buy into that personally, but uh, listen, I'm open-minded uh, to it, certainly. Well, what Trump has done is he issued 190,000 executive orders uh, for crimes against uh, for three particular crimes and crime, number one is they're equal crimes against humanity, uh, pedophilia and child sex trafficking, which has been going on for countless tens of millennia. Right. The hundred and ninety. Uh, that. Yes, they are executive orders, but in his case, he is actually running the country through the yeah, military and you will find that out in the very, I, I absolutely believe that. And he is, uh, has an 11 acre state on Mara, uh, Delago, which is, uh, uh, next to West Palm Beach on the coast of, uh, Eastern Florida. And that's where he's directing, uh, the country. But with that, all the evil people, Michelle Obama yeah, was a man, by the way. That's right. Um, Michael, I have a picture Michael of Michael Robinson is his name. Right. Who was number 44 in the Oregon State Beavers. I have several essays on this. Both lost their law licenses through, uh, uh, one was a RICO deal, uh, real estate, and uh, one was uh, with Obama. He stated that he was a professor at the University of Chicago, and he was never a professor there. He was had taken course, but their whole concept of of uh, the perception of informing the public to make the, their appearance as good is the it's one continual lie after another. And uh, he actually had a uh, where I was born in Connecticut. He had a social security number. Of zero four six. Well, uh, every state in the United States has a three-digit code which identifies what there's where that Social Security number comes from. And what had happened is an elderly man had um, moved from Connecticut to Hawaii, passed away, and his aunt worked in the Social Security Administration, but was part of the CIA and basically reassigned that number to Obama. Obama, uh, he not only lost his law licenses, I've got four essays on that, uh, of, of their, uh, the fraud that has taken place, uh, both on his social security number 
His birth certificate is absolutely fraudulent. Uh, and basically his bloodline, uh, which I just described, it, it goes on and on. But it's it's all a big front, and this is your CIA, which is the Masonic Order. And going forward, uh, so Tyler was the 15th governor of Virginia, and uh, he was also a district judge and uh, United States uh, District Court of Virginia, Tyler, uh, Tyler County, which is Virginia. Anyway, um, he um, was married to Mary Marat, M-A-R-O-T, Armistead, I'm sorry, A-R-M-I-S-T-A-D, in 1777, and he died on January 6, 1813. So the one I wanted to focus on for you is William uh, William Arthur, who is the father of Chester A. Arthur, our 21st president. And uh, he was born in... Um, Northern Ireland, okay. He was uh, born in 1776, the father. Uh, he married uh, his mother uh, in 1821, and her name was Malvina Stone. Uh, William died in... Uh, correctly? No, I, no, no, I'm saying, I'm oh, talking okay. about the father, the background <laughs> of the father, Sorry. okay. He married the president's mother in 1821, and her name was Malvina Stone, and then William died in 1875. But what's important is that the our history, which has been completely rewritten, states that he was born in 1830 in Vermont, and that is absolutely a falsehood. Uh, he was actually born in uh, 1829 when his parents uh, emigrated to uh, – were actually from Canada, rather. And Chester's uh, – was sworn in as president of the United States the day President Garfield died, which was September 19th, uh, 1881. He was assassinated. Uh, basically, uh, this involves both, uh, presidents and vice presidents. I have verified that, and there's more, but I verified that 12 U.S. presidents have been assassinated, not four. Uh, Lincoln was, uh, uh, April 18th, uh, um, 1865. Uh, then you had, uh, um, Garfield, which I just mentioned. And then you had, uh, McKinley was, uh, 1901. And then you had uh, John F. Kennedy uh, Sr., who was uh, November uh, uh, 22nd, uh, 1963. So uh, there's been many more. We've had seven U.S. Uh, vice presidents that were assassinated. The Masonic Order uses poison, and that poison is arsenic. And they've uh, taken out six popes that I know of. And basically, the Catholic Church at the very top, not at the ground level, at the very top, its highest hierarchy, is pure evil. And that is being exposed now. I have many essays, probably 80 on the Catholic Church, approximately. And those I can send. They're word, they're word uh, files, not word perfect. So basically, uh, going forward, is that uh, he was, Chester A. Arthur was a citizen of Lower Canada. He was a British subject and he was born in uh, Dunham Flats, Quebec, near the Vermont border. Um, and um, he had dual jobs as a teacher and itinerant preacher, and which brought him back and forth across the border between Quebec province and Vermont and New York. Whereas uh, Arthur's mother, Mal Malvina Stone, was a descendant of English settlers in New Hampshire and was a British subject living in uh, Dunham Flats. So Chester Arthur is, our, is Canada's first American president and America's first foreign president, okay, technically. All right. Versus the laws that were set in place in the very beginning of the, of the 13 colonies that those were of who are of British descent were still eligible because they were of the colony and it was they were setting up the Constitution and the foundation for the United States of America. So therefore, our Constitution via. Uh, executive orders and other amendments has been modified to the point where this is how they've been in more recent times since essentially uh, 1900, where they've been able to manipulate uh, the elections and no election since 1921 has been uh, elected. The public believes that their vote counts. They've been absolutely misled. Uh, J.D. and William Rockefeller established uh, many evil uh, articles and policies and 
uh, laws. Uh, they, the British government established, uh, vaccination in 1856, whereas, uh, J.D. Rockville had his, had his brother William, uh, researched the medical industry and they took that over by 1912 and were able to implement, uh, the vaccine being part of, uh, health coverage in America, but it, the vaccine, uh, like with the Spanish, uh, flu in 1919, that killed 19 million over around the world and 675,000 died in the United States, but they didn't die, uh, from the Spanish flu. They died from the vaccine. And this is what is going on now. Anybody who gets a vaccine, uh, even in Canada, uh, they need to rethink. I have the information you can share with your public, but, uh, there's a woman on, uh, another show that, uh, has, is just fascinating. Her name is Ginny Silcox and she has incredible knowledge of basically, uh, her background is, uh, both medicine and all sciences, applied physical and, and natural sciences. And she has researched this and, um, there are antidotes, um, uh, ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine are the, that's got at least a 74% of neutralizing the vaccine because the vaccine is not designed to save your life. It's designed to kill you and maim you. So going forward, um, uh, an in-law of the Stone family wrote uh, later that uh, Chester Arthur was born in Canada and of the opinion that the son Chester Abel Arthur, that's him, died in Burlington, Vermont, and that... Um, uh, this is verified by his brother. So, uh, there is no doubt that the son who died in Burlington, uh, is one said to be born at Fairfield. Okay. Uh, an elderly aunt of Arthur's also stated that he was born on British soil as Canada was British originally as well as French. Uh, there is no doubt that, uh, in her mind that the son who died at Burlington is the one who's, uh, said to be born at Fairfield, Canada. Okay. The next one is, um, uh, the mother of Woodrow Wilson, uh, Janet Woodrow. Now, Woodrow Wilson is not who you, not that the Canadians would know our history, but Woodrow Wilson is not his given name. It actually was Wolf's son, W-O-L-F-S-O-N. And his parents were German. They came over to Great Britain, changed their name, and then moved to America. And he was our first president that had a doctorate. However, he was part of the Masonic Order, and he put in the uh, in 1913 under him. That is absolutely the most lethal weapon of what he did to this country with the uh, Federal Reserve System, and it had five parts. I can go into that at a later date. But it included the Internal Revenue Service, which is not part of our government, which I've described, as well as uh, uh, taxation um, and then uh, rights of states. But... Um, going back to Janet Woodrow, okay, um, which may or, well, may, may have been her maiden name, but I didn't research her, just the, uh, the father. And her, although her birth date, uh, isn't known, she was born in 1826. And, uh, that year she married, uh, President Wilson's father, which is actually Wolf's son, and he's of, uh, Zionist Jewish descent. Uh, and they stated, his name was Joseph Ruggles Wilson. That is incorrect. Um, so anyway, um, she died in 1888. Going back, uh, these are not all, all in consecutive orders, but you've got uh, Barack Obama Sr., the father of uh, Barack Obama, uh, the 44th president. We talked a little bit about that. Um, and uh, she was um, he was born on uh June 18th, 1936, and Obama stupidly stated that his father was in World War II, okay, in his, uh, in his, uh, um, I think it's titled Letter to, Letters to His Father, okay, and basically a lawyer pointed out, an American lawyer stated that, well, that's very good, so what was he, uh, three to eight years old <laughs> in World War II? It's, if Obama was not that smart. I would say he probably had an IQ of 120 at best. Anyway, he couldn't read a, a teleprompter to save his life, but he could lie consistently because he was a programmed MK Ultra. 
and he was our first biological clone as president, but not cloning was perfected in the early 1940s of humans. And that was done by, uh, Yosef Mengele, who was also known as the white angel of death to the Germans. Okay. Um, so onward is that, uh, uh, they stated that Obama was a senior government uh, economist in Kenya. He married his wife, Kezia, in 1954, and they had two children. Uh, Mr. Obama, meaning the father, wouldn't marry um, uh, Mrs. Obama, Jr.'s mother, and Durham until 1961. Uh, apparently, it was a player, and he had a total of three wives. Uh, spouse, one of them was uh, Ruth Nidensand, N-I-D-E-S-A-N-D, uh, married between 64 to 73, and Durham was 1961 to 64, and Kezia Obama was 1956 to 1982. So, uh, onward is that, um, now we get to Donald Trump. This one is very interesting. Uh, his mother's maiden name, okay, she was Mary Ann McLeod, uh, and the, what will be and is actually currently the president of the United States. But uh, most importantly is that Mary Ann McLeod was born May 10th, 1912 in the town of Tong, T-O-N-G in Scotland. She emigrated to the United States in 1930 and became a naturalized citizen for four years before President Trump was born in 1942. She married Fred Trump, and that's not his real name either. Uh, Trump's original name that was... Uh, he had changed was actually D-R-U-M-P-F. It's Germanic. And I have a video which shows that Trump admitted that his father was German. And yet uh, our government tries to buffalo the American public and state that that no, he he's a, was a, an American citizen and that his name was Trump. It's not. This has been a common practice and it goes back thousands of years but more importantly, since the uh, settling for from our standpoint of both Canada and the United States, which is the the uh, the most current conquest. But um, he uh, his father and mother originally, you know, his father came from Frankfurt, Germany. Frankfurt was the Zionist hub after Vienna, Austria. And uh, example, Hillary Rodham Clinton. Her real name was not Rodham, it was Rodham Roth, R-O-D-E-N-T-O-R-O-T-H. And she was of the bloodline of, from Vienna, of uh, basically you had the Habsburgs and the Passeurs, which then moved to their, uh, the hub of Frankfurt, Germany. So onward is that um, she married Fred Trump, a real estate developer in 1936. They had five children. And then uh, Marianne Trump died on August uh, 7, 2000. Whereas uh, uh, Trump, as I just mentioned, did admit that his father was from Germany. I have the video. It's only four minutes long. Uh, there were four other presidents that were born outside the continent of the United States. Martin Van Buren was the first Zionist Jewish president. He was from the House of Orange in uh, the Netherlands. Uh, that's a province in the Netherlands. I mentioned to you before Jeff, that I grew up in the Netherlands uh, throughout my high school years from 1969 to 1973. So I had great exposure traveling to Europe and learning their cultures and the advantages they have over the United States. Um, Martin Van Buren was born in the, uh, was born in the United States, and they uh, his parents emigrated from the 1800s. So the point is they were both the they were both Dutch, which automatically disqualified them based on the original constitutions, uh, um, uh, Constitution and its amendments. So um, Andrew Jackson is another good example. Both his parents were born in Ireland. Okay. Now, they may have written, and with executive orders, I have a list of executive orders, Jeff, but I do not have all of them. I probably have about 25 to 30. But uh, President Roosevelt... Uh, wrote an executive order, I rather his staff, his uh, Zionist staff, wrote an executive order almost for every day of presidency because he was in for 11 years. And so there are over 1,100 uh, executive orders by him. Uh, so you have Andrew Jackson, both parents were born in Ireland. Then you have James Buchanan, where his father was born in Ireland. And then Herbert Hoover, his mother was born in Canada. 
So now the, the first seven presidents of Washington, Adams, Jefferson. Before you continue, uh, one of the listeners called asks a really interesting question. And the question reads as this. It would be interesting to know if Chris believes that eventually the Trump path leads to the same place that the Biden path leads. Her answer is correct. I have done massive research and thank you for asking along with uh, the other woman. I think it was Priscilla um, and whomever, but essentially in my research and I will send it to you. I'm absolutely convinced that uh, we're doomed because Trump is not who the public think he is, but by playing this good cop, bad cop scenario where it appears that he's taking out all these evil people that have committed all those three crimes of crimes against humanity, uh, pedophilia and child sex trafficking, that he's doing the right thing. Well, in essence, yes, but I have proof by Sean Young, who is an exceptional, he's one of the top three in the world in the English language. He's British, but I, he may even be a dual citizen because he knows our United States government, our constitution, our articles, our Bill of Rights, our Declaration of Independence, better than 99% of the American public today, guaranteed. And uh, he has proven to me uh, without without fail that uh, Trump, along with uh, Vladimir Putin and uh, Xi Jinping of uh, China, are all controlled by Israel. And I will send that to you because it will enlighten the uh, Canadian audience yeah, no, as well. Yeah. Uh, yes, I, I, I... They're, they're all working together. In fact, uh, Jesse Shaken. and I brought out that uh, that they all signed a treaty together in uh, 2018. I agree. I agree. And this that's why uh, it's important with what uh, I want to express on your program is about where I had a near-death experience and I crossed over. I was comatose for three and a half months and I learned 80% of what lies beyond. And being a senior analyst for both the military and the government, that uh, that I know what lies beyond, and I know how to cross over into the fifth dimensional plane. With our fourth dimensional realm, I know is absolutely controlled. It's not what I believe. I know this because I experienced it. I've been there, and I was uh, uh, in a horrific car accident uh, in 1975, and I was hospitalized for six months, where my body was crushed and. I was comatose for the three and a half months. When I came back conscious, I asked the physicians, how long was I in a coma? Uh, five months, five, uh, five days, five months, or five years? Because time is not a dimension, Jeff. It's literally a, a, a what I would consider a either a progression or a regression of movement. No other race, uh, as far as our fourth and fifth dimensional beings, which visit our planet, live on our planet, and uh, have been videos for tens of thousands of years. Uh, time is time is a man-made construct, and it's strictly to subserviate and control mankind, along with education and politics and the banking system. Um, so that the woman who asked that question, I didn't catch her name. She is absolutely correct. We are headed for the same this what what, but just slower. What Biden is doing with this pandemic is to wipe out, going by the Masonic order, down to 500 million. And this all goes back to the 1992 Agenda 21 in Rio de Janeiro, Rio de Janeiro Brazil, which was our video, which I did watch. I may have a copy, but it's been deleted now off, off the Internet. And it stated that uh, they agreed upon in 1992 to go to a one-world government, a one-world currency, and depopulate the planet to 500 million. Currently, it's seven uh, billion today. I don't know the statistics for 1992. Well, yeah. let, let just, so that is what's happening. The other side of the uh, the equation, though, from uh, from my standpoint. Uh, so, first of all, the the one world order uh, was ordained by God to happen, and uh, you know it was written in the Bible. Uh, you know, God had said this is going to happen, and you know the Antichrist is going to rise. There will be a one world financial system unless you take the mark you will not be able to buy or sell all of that stuff is coming in so uh you know god is in control of all this stuff so 
you know, when we say it sounds doom and gloom and stuff like that, and yeah, uh, listen, there's some, there's some tough times ahead of us. There's no doubt about it. There are some tough times, but God will always provide for his children. And, uh, you know, I just want to make that point. Uh, so, uh, you know, they, then the other thing is, you know, we know the enemy's plans because, you know, as, as you mentioned, Chris, they signed this thing, uh, for agenda 21 now moved to agenda 2030. And, uh, you know, they're executing their plan. They've put their plans out in place. But the one thing that nobody knows is what is God going to do? Because God is still working to this day. He's not taking a nap. He's uh, very much in charge. He's going to let some things happen because he's prophesied them. He's written about it. But, uh, you know, as much as the enemy has their own timelines and stuff like that, they want to execute this. They want to bring down and, yeah, they've publicly stated that they want to uh, to depopulate the earth and stuff like that. They don't know what God is going to do. And God certainly does not uh, go by their timelines. So, you know, the Antichrist has been trying to rise, uh, you know, since, uh, since Nimrod, essentially. And, uh, you know, God has always thwarted his plans. So it's not until God says now is the time that it will happen. Fair enough. Um, yes, he's the creator's in control. However, and I have faith in that, but I do know that we're going to experience the worst of times and there will be not tens of thousands, hundreds of millions that are going to die if the deep state gets their way. Uh, it is being counteracted and our military intercepted in 2000 or before an agenda whereby the deep state was putting in and there's roughly about 2000 that were trying to uh, uh, help save this country of both retired and uh, active uh, generals and, and senior colonels. And they intercepted a order whereby uh, the deep state was putting in, uh, meaning having placing in, into uh, presidency Obama for eight years to, to collapse the economies forever and then have Hillary for eight years consecutively to do the wrap-up. Hillary, we we see the plan. You're absolutely right. So, uh, we have to have faith, Jeff, and we have to believe that they're in in the higher court. Um, I have seen, which I will show you, um, but uh, which I was going to uh, go over on a different subject, which I change it, which is more important to cover this for today so that the North American public understands how not only is history being rewritten, but that every government has manipulated it so that they have placed in power whom they've wanted for absolute control. So our vote has never counted since 1921 in the United States. That is a fact. J.D. Rockefeller and William Rockefeller set up the League of Nations in 1919, as well as uh, and that failed in less than two years. The nations didn't abide by it. And so in 1921, they created the Council of Foreign Relations, the CFR. And that is pure evil. And is, uh, that is in, uh, located at 1313 Rockefeller Center. And that numeric address is not a coincidence. They are demonic. And this and, is and all part of it. The center so, of the cabal. There's so, no doubt about it. Our vote has never counted since 1921. That is a fact. Well, Chris, so, um, basically having you on the show and, and, you know, the fact that uh, we love to bring on different, uh, opinions, but I learned so much from you. Uh, your research is detailed. It's sourced, uh, you know, and, uh, we, we have some differing opinions, but man, we learn from each other. And this is why. Uh, I want to do this regular show with Chris. Uh, 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 you know, there's very few people in the world that have the amount of research and information that uh, Chris has. And with his military background and, and all of the things that he's experienced in his life, it, it just it's, it's invaluable. And we are really honored to, to bring you on uh, to this show, Chris. So uh, just before, we've gone just over an hour and I have to wrap up because I actually have a, another meeting oh. to get into. Oh. Uh, but, uh, but I want to give you a okay. I You were supposed to contact me at 5 two. All right, I need to sign off, okay? All right, hey, God bless you, Chris, and thank you for joining. 
we'll, we'll do it again Thank next you. week. Bye-bye. Hey, listen, and if you like these lives, uh, we're just going to do these Podbean exclusive live shows. Please get the word out, and uh, we're going to come up on a, a regular time and that uh, Chris and I are going to agree on. I, I'm probably thinking they're going to be Wednesdays, uh, and then perhaps we'll even be able to do bonus shows like this on a Friday. And what I'd like to do uh, at some time in the future, if Chris is open to it, is actually allow you guys to call in and do take live calls right on the program so you can ask him uh, your questions uh, in that. So, we're you know, we'll do those on bonus shows, but the, uh, the main shows, we want to get Chris's information out there. As I say, it's sourced, it's deep, and uh, there is so much truth that he's going to be bringing forward. So, hey, I want to thank each and every one of you for joining us today. I pray that you have a blessed day. And uh, just in conclusion, remember, love your God, love your family, love your neighbor, and make a difference. Okay. Jeff, I, I have a commitment. I have to go. Just make it later in the afternoon. Okay, you like got you did the first okay. time. All right, God thank bless you all. Bye-bye. Done.